Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Um, can I just ask? Yeah. What did you do last night? Who were you with? You and Ben had a night out. Yep. Where was my invitation? Uh, it was a gig in Camden that you probably wouldn't have wanted to have come to anyway. Should we just start the episode? Yep. Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, that was the plan. Until Jordan turned up. Much to William's displeasure, Jordan has no filter, and some of you may find what follows a tad offensive. If you think you can't handle it, press your pause button now. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas, like when is the perfect time for a shower? In the morning, I'd say. And is cutting a toenail on a train an okay thing to do? And of course, of course... What should you do if you've accidentally sexed your boss? But we're not your usual agony aunts, are we, William Hanson? No, we're not, Jordan North. I'm more finishing school, whereas you just didn't finish school. Right, OK. I did actually finish school. I did. Yes, I know, but it's not funny if I say that. Right, OK, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, welcome back. We're, this is it. We are two fingers, three fingers deep into the new series, uh, three episodes deep into the new series. So f- so good that we had that agreement that we'd try not to be queried this episode. No, um, we actually think that we just need to, I need to really... Yeah, we, no, no, no. <laughs> we have had a, a sex in my boss meeting and I just, I think... We've had our annual review. Yeah, I just think that I need to rein it in a bit with certain things. Yes. And that's us being honest. Uh, it's fine to swear, it's fine to be a <laughs> bit crude. But in moderation. Producer Ben, let's face it, he's fucking so laid... Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Producer Ben's so laid back he's in bed. So I've been getting away with murder towards the past 
mm. lot of episodes. That's a bit harsh. She's a very, he's a very, very good producer, but yeah, we just need to rein it in a bit. Should we have a gin in the bonnet? Well, hang on. Well, why are you now at Ben's number one fan club? Is this after last night? Oh, you're so jealous. This um, is this is the beginning of the end, let me tell you. You so, two going off doing your own thing. Pour a gin in the bonnet and I'll explain. Leaving the real talent behind. <laughs> uh, pass me your glass? Ben and I... Myself and Ben went to uh, a gig last night in Camden, and I feel I don't know. I feel a bit, I feel a bit awkward with Ben. I feel like we've had some kind of one night stand. So he's been a bit funny with me today. It was a good laugh actually. Right, first of all, I tagged him on a post mm. on Instagram, and every twenty minutes he's like, "Has anyone slid into your DMs yet, man?" I was like, "What?" And honestly, I am sure Ben's girlfriend, who is a delight, is going to be. Delighted not like, to hear I'm not, this is that, has anyone said I'm fit yet, man? Oh, he let me try on his new Shoreditch glasses as well. Oh, the glasses. But by the way, there's no prescription in them glasses. <laughs> Every time I see him, I have to give him a lens wipe. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Sm- and I watched him in the lift on the way up. He goes, oh, I don't know why my glasses get so dirty. And then he fingered the lens. I was like, <laughs> well, you know, you don't need to be Poirot to work out why they're getting dirty. So last night, yeah, it was it was good. And then Ben just had to ruin the night. He had, a, he had about four pints and... He was pissed. Well, I don't blame him after four of them. Four pints. I mean, I've never had a pint in my life, but I'd imagine after four of them. Did we have six? Oh, he's he said six, six pints. Um, I had, bearing in mind, I had a few before we met because I'd gone out after my show. Four pints, Ben. Got on the tube and he was a bit drunk. And do you know what he was doing on the tube? And I hate it when my friends do this. I, I, like, I detest Don't pretend like you've got many. No, I detest it when anyone does this. He was on the tube, it was quiet, and at the top of the voice, packed tube, he went... Radio 1's Jordan North, everybody! Well, he should have been he should have been on brand and said, it's help I sexed my boss, Jordan North, available on iTunes, mm. Spotify, Acast, and all good podcast platforms. Correct, but other than that, we um, we had a, we had a lovely night. Sorry again you couldn't come, it was just I only had yeah, a spare yeah, ticket yeah. and I knew he'd appreciate yeah, it more. Yeah. Um, how was your Sunday evening? What did you do? Did the ironing. Did you actually? Made a spaghetti bolognese. Oh, he's such a good wife. Watched... Uh, Episode 9 of Desperate Housewives Series 6. Oh, God. And went to bed. Early. Nice. Other than that, was great. Yeah? Yep. How's Mikey? Yeah, fine. Yep. Are you going to be arsed with me for the rest of the episode? No, 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 no. I'm over it. You can be such... Considering you're an etiquette expert and, and the epitome of a... Gent- Do you know what etiquette's all about? Inclusion. Something that really you need to learn a bit more about. Oh, my God, he's actually... No. This is a good question, because yeah. like me, I've got loads of friends. What should you do if you've only got one ticket for a gig that a few friends want to go to? Be well, to be fair, I didn't want to go. So, exactly. I mean, so but what, didn't you? Talk, talk me through your evening. When did you meet Ben? Uh, met him at... Just after five. In just the... after... And what time did the gig start? Uh, nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. So between five and nine, what were you doing? Having dinner, having a meal, having drinks? Went for drinks. Yeah. So where was my invitation to that bit? Hang on. Did right. you only have one seat at the uh, at the restaurant? You Hang, we didn't go to the restaurant, we went to the pub. Me and Ben went out on a night out, get over it. What's the etiquette for like inviting friends? That's a good question, I think. Well, you try and then you go, look, I've only got one ticket. X person is going to come. Let's get a date in the diary. When are you next free? You get that date in the diary, so at least they don't feel left out. All right, fair one. And what about if you've, like... You want to go out with your mates, but there's always that mate that's a bit... that you don't really want to come because they're a bit of a nightmare when they've had a drink. You're all right, you don't need to hammer the message home. I get it. Um, what do you do then? Is it rude to not invite somebody even if yes. you don't... Even if they're going to ruin your night? Well, why are you friends with them? Well, because everyone's got a mate that's, you know, like, 
Janice, you always end up pissing on floor when Who she's has at a, a friend at this age called Janice? Yeah, I don't know, but there is, isn't there? You know, she always wheezing buckets and stuff. She wheezes on the street. Anyway, let's... Everybody that's listening now knows a Janice that's had a piss on the street. Am I right or am I right, Gene Divas? I think you move in very different circles to me. So Mikey's good, yeah? Yes, all good, and I'm, I'm really going to get over being shunned last night. Happy news. Yeah? We've got a birthday to celebrate. Oh, uh, uh, It's our birthday, Jordan. Who's? The podcast. Shut up! It's our 412th birthday, or however long we've been doing this. Uh, no, one first birthday. It oh, is it actually producer? It ben? is. Oh. Would you like me to sing uh, my friend Jonathan's birthday song? Happy birthday. Yes, go for it. We wish you many happy returns of the day. We hope you will be healthy and strong all the way. Quick to do right, slow to do wrong, and thoughtful to others all the day long. <laughs> It's special, isn't it? Is that how posh people sing happy birthday? It's how it's how they sung it in Harpenden, which is where he grew up. Is that how like the Queen and that sings happy birthday? No. Because we just do it. We wish you a happy birthday. We what? wish you a happy birthday. We wish you a happy birthday and a really good day. Well, who knew there were so many variants on the on <laughs> no, the standard happy I, birthday I've song? I've got to put my hands up, I've nicked that off um this country. Right. Which is a very good series. Good. Well, anyway. Do you, what... want, a, do you want a birthday hug? Come here. Oh. oh, oh! bet you never had birthday beatings at your school, did you? What was that? Do you, I'll give you a birthday beating. I don't want a birthday beating. Right. I'll give you a birthday beating and a birthday hug. Oh! That's you. That, it's a few... Punch. This is, this is workplace violence. I actually, I, actually, I, I actually feel awful for punching him. And come here, give us a birthday hug. There you are. Yeah, good. Oh, too hard, you know, at the beginning, you read out when is the perfect time for a shower, and you said in the mornings. You, ch- I've showered. I've showered this morning. In filth. Smell fresh as a daisy. Oh no! It- Hang on. Uh, come, come back here. Well, get off your chair. It's your birthday too. Ow! Ow! I just got a birthday beating off William. Give me a dead arm there. That was quite a good punch. It's last time you go out without me. (laughs) (laughs) That was good for you. I was not. I thought you was going to sniff me. Let's do a happy birthday toast. Yeah. Okay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Many happy returns. We don't clink. I know it would sound good as a sound effect. Are we allowed to say many happy returns? Yes. All best. Bon anniversaire, as bon they say an- in France. Bon anniversaire. Yeah, we don't clink. I'm not. I'm tempted to just clink once. Oh, God. I'm dying inside. So, any lessons that we've learnt from our first year? That's a great question. I've learnt all sorts. Too, ma- too many things. I think I've become a better person because of this podcast. Yeah, well, to be fair, you couldn't have gone further down. Mm. So, the only way was up. I think, feel like this is a social experiment for you, though. You're putting it like in a diary and stuff. And... I've learnt that I love G&D. Yep. I mean, I liked it before, but I really like it yeah, now. Yeah, I, I really like the D&D. And I, when you go to um, bars and things, is the first thing you do, you look at all the, the bottles out and try and work out if they've got Dubonnet. Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I noticed whilst I was waiting for producer Ben yesterday? Yeah, yeah like, all right, yeah. As a group of lads... Bring it up again. I thought we'd... As a group of lads um, at the table, and this is so British... So there's three noises that lads make when the mates walk in. So there's like, started off four of them, and then about five minutes later, another one come in and they all went, Wee! Like that. 
And then about 10 minutes later, two other guys come in and they all went, Oi, oi! Right? Yeah. And then the third time, this guy comes in on his own and one of them went, Oh, here she is! Just notice that. My friend walks in and I go, Huzzah! Huzzah! What's the co- correct way to greet someone when they walk in if there's a crowd of you? To go, Oh, fabulous! What is the etiquette way of doing that? Well, call me old fashioned. I go, Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Happy birthday. You, uh, you're like a Harry Potter Dementor, you. What? You suck the life out of everything, honestly. Couple of questions I've got for you this week, actually. Yes. Mr. Etiquette Expert. Yeah. Driving. I've had yes. a few issues lately driving with friends. First of all, back me up. No matter how old you are, no matter how old you get, no matter what year it is, shotgun always counts, doesn't it? Is it what? Shotgun. Why are you... T- guns are not permitted. Oh, for why Why have you... Honest to God. Honest to God. I what know. is shotgun? Don't say it like that. Shotgun. I despair. Right. You're driving. Say you're the driver. And there's me, you, Ben and Mikey. Mm. Yep. Right? And I shout, shotgun! Oh, well, I'd pull over. No, before we get in the car. Right. Yeah. That means that I get to go in the front. Well, I've got plenty of room in the back. Oh, my God. You've never heard of shotgun. I was just, right, basically, Gene Devers, if you're listening, if you're 25, 15, 85, 105, if you shout shotgun, the first person to shout shotgun has to go in the front. Have you never heard of shotgun? No. Second thing, backstreet drivers. How do you deal with a backseat driver? Because I am a terrible driver. Are you? I am an You awful. You passed your driving test fairly recently in the grand scheme of things, because most of us I failed. learn 17, 18. Mm-hmm. You passed when? How old were you? About, I think it was about three, four years ago. So what, you were? 20, 21. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm cling sorry, on, but... cling on, adjust the age. <laughs> Why is Benny in a banana seductively while he's trying to... What? One test I failed, I actually stopped out midway through. I, I have to say, I am not, I'm not a saint with driving. I did actually take five times to pass my test. I was seven. Well, you said, oh, I feel oh, so much God. better about my life. I didn't know you were five times. Ben was three. Ben was three. He's trying yeah. to chip in, for God's sake. We t- said it's a two-talent podcast. But was, Nobody cares. Can imagine him behind the bloody wheel. Can you drive, can you? Oh, my God. Driving me mad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, how do you deal? Because there's nothing more annoying than a backseat driver. And it's someone that's mad. I think you just need to... You just turn the radio off a bit louder. Or you say... Obviously, it's a good station, Radio 2 or something. Yeah. And, or you just say to them, uh, thank you. Uh, I think I have this. Because usually, let's be honest, and if you're listening now, you, you'll be like... Um, if it's someone you know, you'd be like, shut up, I'm driving, you're in the back, that, no. pipe down. That's you would. Very, you would. I, I wouldn't. I had it the other day, I had it at the weekend. I was seeing my parents, I was driving them home from my aunt and uncle's. They'd had a few too many glasses of wine and they were, try- they were taking me weird routes through the streets of Bristol, through parts of Bristol I didn't even know existed and they were annoying and I just kept calm, kept my eyes on the road. Mikey was getting more annoyed than I was. But you just need to keep calm. Don't let it get to you. Because mm. at the end of the day, you are driving a lethal weapon. That's what was told to me in my uh, fourth Mel driving Gibson, exam. Yeah. No. Did you know I failed my first driving test for being too polite? <laughs> I did. There's actually a newspaper article with that headline. I will put it on our Instagram. Shut up. I did. I, so I was in Western Supermare doing my test. And I, we got to, I was literally driving back to the test centre and there was an articulated lorry coming out. And well, I thought it? I'd let him go first. 
Uh, no, actually, he let sorry, he let me go first. <laughs> Ben's laughing at that joke that you didn't get. What? You went articulated, Laurie. I went spoke well, did it? Oh, I see. <laughs> Very funny. Carry on. So I. Um... <laughs> you winked at me. Good. <laughs> Share that special moment. Anyway, so I took my hand off the wheel to thank him for letting me out at the junction. Um, because I had removed my hand from the wheel, uh, the examiner said I was not in control of the vehicle. And so he failed. You me. must be the only person to uh, pass the test from being polite. No, no I failed my test. Uh, failed the test. From Other being than t- that, I would have passed. No, I'm, I'm asking you because I've had a lot of car trouble recently. I think if it's people you know, this is why I'm asking you, mm. because if it's your mum or dad, it's like, shut up, or if it's your friend. But like, if it's your partner's mum or a friend of a friend or your partner's friend, who, and he's, let's face it, it's always someone you don't really know who's a bit of a gob. It's like, no, you want to take a left here, pal. Ignore sat-nav, take a left, Queen Street... Roundabout, second left, you'll be there quicker. There's always someone like that. So how would you deal with someone like that? Someone that you don't really know, you're giving them a lift. Uh, well, I, well, if if, they, if you're after you have sort of politely thanked them for, the, for their advice but told them that you've got it, mm-hmm. um, then just don't respond and just do it your own way. OK. Now, it says here, Jordan's joke of the week. Oh, I forgot about this. It was hard getting over my addiction to the hokey-cokey. And find out after the break what the punchline is. <laughs> oh, that'll, that'll keep them. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back. So, before Jordan's Joke of the Week, it was hard getting over my addiction to the hokey-cokey, but I've turned myself around, and that's what it's all about. <laughs> to be honest, you can switch off now. I mean, Jordan, you, you do some pretty good jokes, but that was terrible. That was good! I'll, 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 you're right, you're going to like this one. Okay. No, no, let's no, save no, no, it no, for no, next no, week. No, because I really want to tell him because I'll forget it next week. What do you call a Frenchman who encourages people to smoke? I don't know. Pierre Pressure. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Well, you should have done that one rather than that hokey cokey one. Right. 
Okie dokie, shut your face. Right. So we're moving on. Should we have a live show update before we do the listeners' questions? Yeah, uh, live show update. We've pretty much nearly sold out. So if you're still wanting to come and see us, uh, then there's a few tickets left in London. Go on the website if you want to get some tickets. Sexinmyboss.com. We promise it'll be a good night. We had to put on extra dates. We had to put on extra dates. I had to cancel things. I know, we had to rejig things about. So um, if you want to come, we we promise you it'll be a good laugh. Uh, We did a live show just before Christmas and it it was great fun. So if you want to come to live show, tickets aren't that dear either. Just go to sextedmyboss.com, which we promise we will make you laugh, we think. Yes. I'm going to tell my Pierre joke. Well, no, no, you've already told it. What do you call a French man in sandals? Philippe Philop. yes. Philippe yes, yes. Philop. Right, shall we get to the questions? Yes, the best part. We've learnt so much in this first part already, haven't we? We've got a letter. It's quite nice handwriting. Dear William and Jordan, I have just gone into year 11 in school and there is a bunch of girls in my form who are really smart, like the type that cry if they get under 90% in a test. Oh yes, I had a few of those. William was one of them, Phoebe. I really wasn't. Anyway, whenever we have a whole form test, for example in maths, they always ask me what I get in it. And bearing in mind I am okay at maths, I get within the 80s and 90% mark. That's amazing. Yeah, that's really good. Better than I did. After, I tell them what I got and they will always laugh at my score as if somehow it was an unworthy score. How do I confront them nicely that I am happy with my result and ask them to stop laughing at my score? And that's from Phoebe. Phoebe, I'm going to tell you something now, right? School is the toughest time in your life. School can be horrible. There's nothing... You will you will go into work, you will go to university, you'll go to college, and you will meet loads of lovely, nice people that will be f- your friends for life. I'm saying this as someone who's been to school, who's been to many schools. School is tough, right? Don't ask these girls. My advice is don't even speak to them. Yeah, and if they ask, I think you could just tell them and not not care but I, I get it they're not being very nice to you um, or you could just lie and tell them you got 98 yeah because they're never, never going to know don't basically Phoebe don't worry about them and don't yeah. even worry about how you should confront them don't even speak to them but I promise you year 10, 11 is tough it is tough school is tough you will not go through a, a, a harsher time it's just I just don't worry about it and yeah. do you know what the, do you know what the best thing is in years to come when you're doing well for yourself and you're doing all right. These people that you didn't get on with school will try and be your best mate. They'll try and add you on Facebook or try and have a pint with you when they see And you sadly, they, they care so much about their own results because clearly they've got some insecurities mm-hmm. and they're laughing at you because they're trying to make themselves feel better uh, about themselves and they're using you as the fodder. And to be perfectly honest, test results, whether it's just tests in school, your GCSEs, your A-levels, although they're important at the time you're doing them, as long as you get good grades and you pass them, when literally once you leave university, nobody ever asks you what your grades actually are. Very I can't true. even remember my grades. Very true. Nobody asks me um, what my grade was. I got. Well, no, th- they think you haven't got them. I got a first at the University of Sunderland in TV and radio production. Nobody as- ever Who'd, asks me about my first. Who I didn't? Got a first. I got a first. Got a first. First class honours degree. You're completely negating what we oh, yeah, just said doing, to Phoebe. No, no, Phoebe, honestly, yeah. That was really sweet advice. That was, that, well, I think that was good. Give, we did well there. Oh, well then, let's a, have a team high five. This is why I love Ow. you. That was really That's sweet, good. mate. That was yeah. really sweet. Oh. Thank you, Phoebe. Uh, that was that was a handwritten letter, so it will get a handwritten response from me in due course. Uh, if you want to write to us, whether it's by email or like Phoebe did uh, by hand, then all the information 
is on the website. Okay, uh, the next question has, was sent in on Instagram uh, from La Chique Poisson. Hello, La Chique. Hello, William and Jordan. I'm so excited that your podcast has come back. The both of you make my day so much more lively. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Don't show emotion, we're not Spanish. When dining amongst friends, if there are four or less of us... Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we have a new grammar moment. When dining amongst friends, if there are four or fewer of us, do we wait for everyone to get their meals before starting our own? And if there are ten or more, must we really wait until our food is cold? Also, I really despise saying bon appetit. It sounds rather common. Thank you. Well, can, I'll jump in here. Okay, with this. You, First of you, all, you from bottom up, saying bon appetit, you don't say that. You don't say anything. You don't say bon appetit. You don't say please start. You don't say enjoy your food, tuck in, anything like that. You take your cue from the host or the hostess and Ah. then you start. But no, don't... No, I like it when you go for a meal and they say, enjoy your meals. Well, okay, no, the waiter can say that. I mean, Ah. as a a group of people or if you're in a private house or or whatever. So you, you just start. And uh, really, if you're sitting on the same table as everyone, the same actual table, you really should wait for everybody to have their food, if it's a ten or fewer. I agree. Um, if it's a huge banqueting table, then you just wait for the people around you. But really, correctly, the host, the hostess and the guest of honour will be served first. And then once they have started, you may start when your food gets there. It did used to be the etiquette, history alert, it did used to be the etiquette that, and we are going back several hundred years, that as soon as your food, if it was hot, unless it was cold, if it were hot and it got in front of you, you started. But that was when in England the houses were built with the kitchen so far away from the dining room because they were panicked or they worried that if a fire happened in the kitchen, it would set the whole house ablaze, which is why they always built the kitchen so far away. You're amazing. Thank you. But now modern technology, fire prevention, etc., they're all built with inside the main house, so it's fine. So the etiquette is to wait for everybody. Next question. Dear William and Jordan and... For years, my family has said that I'm cack-handed, as at mealtimes I use my fork with my right hand and my knife with my left. Apparently, this is wrong. I spoke with my boyfriend about this and I noticed he does the same. We're both right-handed and have always done this. He suggested I email in as we're both fans of the podcast and could use the help of a leading etiquette expert. So I'll answer this. What what is the proper etiquette of using a knife and fork? I'm left-handed. Yeah. So how do you eat? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Fork in which hand? Hang on. Let me get your pen as if I'm eating. Fork in my left. Okay, so that's conventionally. We normally remember forks are set on the left and they're held in the left because the word fork, F-O-R-K, has four letters. The word left, L-E-F-T, has four letters, so they go on the left. Knife, spoon, and the word right, they all have five letters and so they are going on the right and are held in the right hand. Why we eat with a knife in the right hand all goes back to the fact that that was the hand that we use for carrying our weapons and our swords. And people used to think there was something wrong with you if you were left-handed. We all know now that actually left-handed people... You know, they're fully paid up members of society. There's nothing wrong I'm with them. I'm left Actually, they're probably, in some cases, more intelligent than others. Yep. Not always the case, but generally they are, um, they're fine. So if you wish to eat with your knife in your left hand and your fork in your right, then you just pick them up, switch them, still finger down the knife, still finger down the fork, no McDonald's arches, it should be straight fingers, and you eat conventionally like so. It isn't really much of an issue. But what if you're cack-handed like these two? Are you saying that they should... Well, no, they're, they're just switching. 
Initially. Which is fine. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's oh, fine. Oh, okay. My, my grandmother was left-handed, but it literally it was beaten out of her. She couldn't write with her left hand. She couldn't it um, is, eat I, with her left hand. It is awful. My uh, great-granddad mm. had a terrible... Because all my family's left-handed. Apart from my younger brother, because my grandma and granddad used to look after him again, really old-fashioned. They used right, to take, isn't, who do you think you are? They used to take the pen out of his left hand and put it in his right hand because people used to think you're wrong with you. Yeah, my yeah. Um, great-granddad, his hands were like really bad I want to say they were bad like wrangled because the nuns used to hit him on his left hand when he used to pick the pen up they used to hit him at the back of a ruler Shall we have the next problem next question please Mr Etiquette Expert William Hanson this is from Hattie hi guys my friend told me this joke the other day and I thought it would make a great question say someone's neighbour has ordered a sex toy and your dog has ripped open their parcel what do you do <laughs> apparently they talked about it in their class progressive and the three main answers were i'd buy a new one and send it to them i'd rewrap it and post it to them or i'd throw it away so what would you do right let's let's put this into layman's terms right so a neighbor's took in a mm. parcel from next door mm-hmm. and let's be blunt it's a dildo y- yes <laughs> right you can't go around to your neighbor's ass with unwrapped dildo no just like wobbling about in their hand so so Dildos are your love. Got dropped off this morning. Um, this came through my letterbox, whereas it should be coming through yours. This actually happened to my mum and dad. Of course it did. Right. And it also happened to a guy I work with. Well, can I just ask, was it they had the dildo accidentally or... Yeah, it was- so we think it was. It was It was in a really suspect package that we got sent. And my little brother's like, mum, that's definitely a dildo. And my mum was like, oh, now you've said it. Yeah, it is. So she sent him round. To give it. So I think in answer to Hatter's question, I would probably... I like the idea of buying them a new one and then sending it to them. No, we're not made of money. But I think probably give it a wash, uh, rewrap it, and pop it next door. I think that's probably... The thing is, you can't pretend it's not been delivered because you have to sign for it. So I'd just, yeah, I'd rewrap it. Or I'd just post it through and never speak of it again. Is that it? Yes. So if you're going to tell a friend one thing that you've learnt from this podcast, what should it be? You're a lefty, and mm-hmm. that's in every sense of the word. <laughs> I'm a righty. Yeah. Um, how to deal with a backseat driver. How to deal with a backseat driver. You should be polite at first. There's nothing wrong with eating left-handed. There's nothing wrong with eating left-handed. You're more than welcome. School is tough. And school is tough. And don't let the bullies get you down. Don't let... Don't let, Going back to blood, it's a bit like a shark. Don't let them see blood. If a, if a shark sees blood, they attack. And that's, going back to Phoebe's question, what she's got to remember with bullies, try, even though it inside might cut you up, don't let them see that. Try and rise above it. Those people, they've got clearly a lot of issues, and um, don't worry about them. Brilliant. Remember, if you want to get in touch, go to our website, sexwithmyboss.com. This podcast is all about you, so we want to hear from you. Just go to sexwithmyboss.com and get your questions in. I thank you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, G&D Divas. We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. <laughs> 